You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Good morning, everybody. Uh, thanks for joining our program here this morning. This is Bob Gilligan of the Catholic Conference of Illinois on this hopefully beautiful day on the Feast of the Assumption, the 15th of uh, August. Today's program is being recorded. Actually, we are here, uh, what is today? I think it's Wednesday. So uh, today's program is recorded. So thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for watching. We have a couple very interesting topics uh, on the docket today. And so what we try to do on this program is uh, the Catholic Conference follows a number of different public policy topics, both at the state and federal level. And uh, we try to provide you, the viewer, the listener, with uh, a review of, of what's going on in, in the, with those issues and uh, hopefully to get you engaged and, and activated and motivated to call or write your lawmaker about some of the topics we're going to talk about today. I'll just go over the... Um, the lineup here this morning, if you will, to use a baseball analogy here in the in the thick of summer. Uh, today's program, what we're going to do, we'll have three segments. Um, we'll start off talking uh, with a recipient of the scholarship tax credit uh, program. Uh, her name is Britta Kreps, and she resides in Champaign, and she's going to tell her story and why the tax credit scholarship is so important to her and, and many others as well. Uh, then we're going to jump we're going to stay sort of in the central part of the state. We're going to talk into uh, Carlos Tejada. He is uh, formerly with the Diocese of Springfield, and he was uh, the person on staff that dealt with marriage and, and family issues. And he recently left, and he started a very interesting uh, organization. He co-founded a group called Mercy Tree Adventures. And he's going to talk to us a little bit about the importance of marriage in our society and our culture and uh, what he's been up to since he's left the diocese. And then finally, at the third part of the show, at about, uh, it should be about 1140, we're going to talk to Patrick Cachione. He is the director of the Illinois Catholic Healthcare Association. And he's going to come on the air to talk to us about, um, well, the, the, the short title is the Section 115, 1157 Regulations. But in English, what that means is that uh, the Biden administration has proposed a set of rules and a set of policies that are very challenging for our Catholic ministries, and they are coercing them to do things against our faith and against our conscience. And so Patrick's going to talk to us a little bit about what's in those regulations, why we should be concerned, and about what our response will be to them. Uh, so that's our lineup for today. Like I said, you know, we're going to do a little bit of uh, the legislature is not in session right now. They are uh, on a break. They're out trying to get reelected. Uh, they'll come back sometime in uh, November. And I think one of the topics we might be dealing with in November when they come back for the veto session is uh, the extension 
of the scholarship tax credit program. And the challenge we're going to have is that program is due to sunset in law, so it goes away unless the legislature acts. And they have to act sometime in the year 2023 or sooner in 2022. And so it's our intention to do everything we can to advocate for continuation of that program. So what we'll do now is we'll bring in uh, Britta and talk to us about that program and why it is so important to people like her and others. Britta, are you with us? I am. Good morning. Good morning. I can't see you now. I can see you. How are you? Now I can see you and hear you. Great. Um, Thanks for taking some time to join us this morning. I understand you're in Champaign, Illinois, which is in the central part of the state, correct? Yes. Yeah. So um, I talked in the lead in a little bit about um, the scholarship tax credit program. Uh, We are going to be very engaged in trying to change the law so this program doesn't sunset, so it doesn't go away. Um, When it was passed back in 2017, the legislature said it was a pilot program and it has a five-year lifespan, and that's due to end in 2023. So what we'll be doing is we'll be going down there and advocating for continuation of the program. But um, I think, you know, you and others are are obviously the best spokespeople we have for this program. Tell us a little about your story, um, what, how you came to find uh, about the tax credit scholarship and, and what it's meant to you and your family about your desire to send children to a school of your choice sure so you know, we have nine children ranging in age from 18 down to four wow god bless you right now <laughs> so we have thank you and we are very blessed we and we have a little guy in heaven too um, we don't have to worry about paying for his education because he's where he needs to be um, but our oldest will start college this fall and she was the first <clears throat> recipient in our family for empower when she started high school Um, It was on our hearts that we wanted her to go to the Catholic high school in our community, but we knew that cost was going to be prohibitive to our family. I was um, still a stay-at-home mom um, to the younger ones. I was actually still homeschooling some of them even, um, and some of them were in um, another local Catholic school. But we really wanted that smaller um, Catholic option for for Grace. That's our oldest. But... um, the program was about a year old uh, when we applied for the first time and we are so grateful since then our kids have been recipients um, as they've entered into Catholic schools. So as of right now, with her going to college, we have seven out of our eight that are at home still who are, who are empower recipients for this coming school year. And we will have three at the local Catholic high school and four of those will be, Four will be at the grade school with me. And then I also have a younger one who's a pre-K. Empower doesn't cover um, pre-K because right. it's not mandatory by the state. Right, right. Um, so prior to the uh, enactment of the scholarship tax credit program in 2017, were, were your children in a Catholic school or were they in the public school or homeschooled or where were they? Um, but So they were a mixture of in a private Catholic high school and, or sorry, private Catholic school. And also I was homeschooling some of them. All of them are now in a Catholic school. Um, I stopped homeschooling in 2019 because God put it on my heart to then take my teaching skills to the school. So I'm a teacher's aide oh, wow. at the younger kids' school in town. Um, but when we were trying to figure out what was next for Grace, um, we really didn't think that homeschooling her 
um, her in particular was the right option, but we didn't really like our other school options. And when, but we didn't think we, we really didn't think we could afford the Catholic high school. So we were kind of in a stalling point, kind of at a crossroads. What are we going to do? How are we going to manage this for her and make the best choice for her? Um, and we, we felt like whatever cho choice we made for her, we needed to be able to make it for the other ones as well. And then we found out about um, the tax credit scholarship through Empower Illinois, and um, we jumped in on the process. How did you find out about the the program? Um, actually, through the grade school where my kids were attending at the time, they had received information and disseminated that to us. It was in the bulletin. Um, and then just in conversation, it's a really tiny school, um, that one that we used to go to. How, um, was, in a tiny town. how was the application process? At the start, so back when Grace, when we first applied for Grace, it was slightly more complicated than it is now. It is really a breeze now, yeah. honestly. Um, from the first my year is always the hardest. Mm -hmm. Yes, getting through those glitches, yep. the internet crashing, and those kind of things. But that all worked itself out, and I feel like it's been so easy since. Um, particularly, you know, they store information, so yeah. I'm not entering like demographic information all the time every year for nine children or whatever so as a mom who likes to use her time wisely that um, is really beneficial to me um the way they do it now you know you you go in and you do the initial process and you get your timestamp, and then they send you your email link it's really um self-explanatory in the sense that they're the instructions are easy to follow and they have a helpline that's accessible i believe it's monday through friday it's um and the website is very uh accommodating as well uh, yes i, I mm -hmm. both from the donation standpoint i just did it recently and uh i i don't i can't speak to the application process but the do donation side is it is very helpful there's videos on there so it does it does uh it, they mm -hmm. make it as easy as possible so um you have a number of kids and so i mean t tell us a little bit about um like if the program is not extended what what happens to your children do they what what, what would you do <laughs> what would i do well i am uh an easter christian i'm full of hope so yeah. i hope it doesn't sunset and not come back but um i'm not sure what we're going to do okay. actually um we have dabbled in the public school system for high school for a very short time last year for one of our sons and it was not for our family an ideal situation for what our son wanted for a small community where he could freely be the Catholic young man that he is, it wasn't viable for him. And I, I, um, I foresee that as not being viable for my other children as well. So um, we're not sure what we're going to do. Um, it's uh, Empower Illinois and the tax credit scholarship through them have been able to make it possible for our kids to go, for us to be able to choose the school for them. Um, so it's going to be difficult if this doesn't go through, and not just for us, lots of friends and acquaintances around here and across the state um, <clears throat> who will um, mm -hmm. really be at a crossroads trying to decide what's best. Um, and I really don't want money to ever have to be that decisive factor for our children to get yeah. the schooling that they want and that we want for them. Um, I think every parent out here, every parent living and listening to this wants what's best for their children and be able to help them get there. Brenda, we have to take a quick break. If you could just hold on, um, we'll come back. I have another question or two for you. Um, we're talking to Britta. Is it Kreps? Is that pronounced correctly? 
Yes. I'm close. Uh, Britta is a, a mom of seven children who are on the scholarship tax credit program. Let, let's take a quick break here. We'll come back and, and wrap up this segment. I have another question or two for you. Um, this is Bob Gilligan of the Catholic Conference of Illinois, and we'll be right back. Catholic Charities Refugee Resettlement Program has been especially busy this year, assisting individuals and families who have fled dangerous situations in their homeland, including Afghanistan and the Ukraine. The Refugee Resettlement Team helps with everything they need to start to rebuild their lives in a new country, including housing, employment, clothing, food, English classes, and referrals for legal and immigration services. The refugees are tremendously grateful for the compassion and practical help they're receiving, and they're giving back and helping each other plan for a brighter, safer future. Volunteer opportunities are currently available for those who would like to be family mentors and tutors so children and adults can practice English. To learn more about these rewarding opportunities, call 312-655-7096. That's 312-655-7096. People always say, how can you spend your day with three-year-olds? Seeing the changes that they go through and just the journey and how they grow, this is a very rewarding job. Even though at the end of the day, we're not the highest paid people on earth. And when I have a parent contact me and say, my child loves school, that to me, I'm setting that foundation for their love of learning. Because really, you are changing lives. You are molding lives. Shape the next generation of leaders. Teach. Apply today at artchicago.org slash schooljobs. Welcome back, everybody. This is Bob Gilligan from the, of the Catholic Conference of Illinois, and thanks for listening and uh, watching our show here today on uh, YouTube and, and other outlets as well. Um, we're talking to Britta Krupps. She's uh, a parent of, of, a, of seven uh, school children down in the Champaign area who has been very fortunate enough to receive the scholarship tax credit for her children. And she was just talking before the break about how it's made a real impact uh, on your family life and, and enabled you to, to go back and, 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 and work a little bit in addition to the while the children are in school. It, Brett, I'm curious, tell us a little bit about, is there, have you noticed any impact uh, on the school that your children are attending, the, the Catholic school? Is, are there more kids in the school? Is it a more vibrant community or has it pretty much been the same? Um, that's a good question. Um, I haven't actually thought about it like that before, but I would say, um, since we've started these schools and I guess we've, we've been recipients at three different schools and now just two, um, that, um, 
I think that it um, broadens the population that can come to the school. Um, it brings um, a little bit of diversity um, to the schools that may not have existed before. And I think if the program, when the program um, is uh, renewed um, in the spring, that it will increase that diversity, hopefully draw um, people that are unsure about continuing the Catholic education or choosing Catholic education to start. I think that it will encourage them to do so. That's what I'm hoping. We are too, and and I would even broaden it beyond Catholic education because the scholarship applies to any non-public school. Absolutely. So, um, you mm-hmm. know, we've seen uh, examples up here in the Chicagoland area of schools uh, becoming more diverse ethnically, attracting, uh, you know, Muslim students, uh, African American kids, Hispanic kids, more so than were able to go in the past. And and I know that some people have remarked about uh, how. That that is really kind of an added un, uh, unintended consequence of this program that people didn't mm-hmm. anticipate, and uh, it's nice to see that because I think that's the point of this is we're trying to provide an educational opportunities to families who currently couldn't afford it or weren't aware of it or mm-hmm. whatever, and because they have that opportunity now, um, I think it's enriched not only I hope their lives but. The, the, the school life as well. So it's been kind of a double win, uh, a positive, I think, in that sense. I hope. Right. Yeah. Um, I think it, it brings that diversity that makes the world go round, honestly. We need a little bit of everybody to make it to make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I think the kids learn from people that are, are have different backgrounds from them and, and that kind of thing. And so it's, it's, it is, it is a, a real nice thing to see. And we've seen that up here a lot. Uh, and, uh, we hope to be able to continue that. Um, one final thought. Um, I don't know, do you have any message for lawmakers? Uh, what would, I know you're probably going to be involved with the advocacy, uh, uh, uh talking to senators and, mm-hmm. and reps, um, I don't know what part of Champaign you're in, but you have a particularly tough state senator <laughs> that's that's not a fan of this program. Um, yes. So we're going to put you to work. But is there any message that you have in yes. particular for, for lawmakers? Um, I think at the end of the day, they need to remember that it's about the kids and what's best for them and their families um, and being able to choose the right educational community that fits them and will help them grow and be the best version of themselves. That's exactly the message. Um, I, I, I'm with you, Britta. I, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic about our chances of, of continuing this program. Um, I think we're going to have uh, a lot of people like you uh, and, and your children that are getting the scholarship uh, down in Springfield or not even maybe physically going to Springfield, but talking to lawmakers in their districts, uh, making sure that they know there's people in the community that are, are benefiting from this program. Um, as you just indicated, we'll also have the schools there indicating that they're benefiting from the program, the intangible ways that I've just mentioned. And then hopefully, uh, I think we'll see the requisite number of, of votes to, 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 to continue the program. It has challenges. It has problems. It's not the perfect program. As you indicated, the application process the first time out can be difficult. Uh, For donors, uh, the application process can be difficult the first time. Those are all surmountable problems. They're they're challenges that we will have. And I know that uh, there's some other problems with the program as the law exists. And I think those can be addressed in due time. Um, but I think our focus is going to be like a laser beam this session, which is to extend the scholarship tax credit program indefinitely. Um, 
I was at dinner last night with yes. some of my colleagues, and uh, it was interesting. Somebody said, you know, it's it was a pilot program. The pilot worked. What's the problem? Let's do this. Mm-hmm. So hopefully. Any other final thoughts? Exactly. Yeah, any other final thoughts from you? Thank you so much. No, I just like to think about it. I thought, you know, we didn't really talk about donors very much, but it's, I love the math. You know, you give $1,000 to the tax credit scholarship, you get $750 back. So yeah. you're only spending $250 on a $1,000 donation. Yeah. It's simple math. Help, yeah. help the kids. Let's, you know, the kids are the future. And it's a real nice. So let's make it easy for them. And it's a real nice bonus when you file your taxes and you get yep. your tax return back. <laughs> That's the best part. Yeah, of it. exactly. Britta, thanks so much. So, You've been fantastic. We're going to use some of this uh, interview. Yes, I thank hope. You. Um, and uh, I hope to see you soon uh, down in Springfield. Yes, the Krebs family will be full and strong. Good. You got a, you got an army there. Thanks. Yes, we do. Britta Kreps from uh, Champagne, talking a little bit about the tax credit scholarship program. Don't go away. We're right back. We're going to switch gears a little bit, uh, but we'll stay in the central part of the state. We're going to be talking to Carlos Tejada. He is the founder of something called Marriage. Uh, sorry, it's, not, it's, it's called the uh, Mercy Tree Adventures. Uh, let's hear from Carlos. He can barely articulate what it's about more than I can. Don't go away. We'll be right back.